Are we going to have no Colin tonight, too? Yeah. Yeah, he's in Arkansas. Apparently, they don't have internet out there. <laughs> Arkansas. Hey, wow. I've been there. I can. I can. They uh, don't. Identify. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, to all our listeners out rock. there. Yeah, I think you stand at the Holiday Inn Express Little Rock. Free like continental breakfast between the times of 7.30 and 7.40. You got to pay <laughs> room for 202. it after that. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Room 202. So if you're room 202 and you're listening live, just jump on, on top of the you know the floor. Just to annoy Colin. <laughs> you really think there's a 302? <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be real. It's two stories oh, or man. bust. <laughs> oh, it skips straight to 402. Hey, do you want to ask Brant if he wants to jump on real quick? Or? Oh, we know that. Brant, we know you're listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Love you, buddy. Love you to subscribe to the Patreon. We thought we had the whole crew tonight, but thanks for listening. Episode 86, guys. I mean, Christmas just finished up. New Year's on the horizon. We're in bowl season. We're ranking worst fan bases tonight. I mean, are we going to stick with sports or is this going to go a little bit off the grid tonight, man? Who knows? But we got, we just got, you know, Collins in Arkansas, T's and P's out there to him. Hopefully he comes back nice and safe. Enzymes coaching basketball for some reason. But I appreciate you guys <laughs> being committed to the pod. Kevin, I'd like to say, uh, you know, I had a basketball game tonight. You know, I had a bar mitzvah. I had a lot of things, but I, I said the pod comes first. Kevin, I may not be married after this, but it's worth it for you, buddy. I did this for you guys. All for, for, the pod. for the pod hey, it would be be patreon only if it was just me and todd <laughs> we'll see you guys later <laughs> you yeah, have a good hear that <laughs> hey i'm hot off a orchestra concert middle school orchestra concert oh, uh yeah. coming in for this i can this feel ranking. that it's coming off you buddy yeah yeah and did, did they did they do a little trans-siberian orchestra for you la, 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 no la, la, they la, did la, la, la. they did a couple of halloween tunes there's that yeah <laughs> Anything then, goes these days. <laughs> a little Beethoven really, Michael and then one Christmas song. <laughs> Wait, wow. so we got okay. Halloween, Beethoven, and Christmas. Yes. Man, nothing says the that? holidays quite like just encompassing all of them. <laughs> That's right. Man. Get it all in on one concert. Although I do, the thing I do appreciate is we went in, it was four songs, started at seven o'clock. It was done by 712. <laughs> listen todd is that what i'm they not call joking it? that is not an exaggeration <laughs> is, at this all. What, is this what they call a holiday bazaar <laughs> it was kind of bizarre yeah how bizarre there's nothing bizarre. there's nothing quite like a middle school orchestra concert yeah man those things are quick quick and uh, did it smell like bo over. todd did it smell like chili dogs in there no uh, just glizzies okay. no it smelled like the fake <laughs> chili glizzies it oh, smelled and, like the fake and cheddar and cheese beef and cheddar. with the onion roll that's <laughs> brioche oh, to you kevin oh yeah hey sorry hey bowl season guys you know i feel like it's you know reasonable right we i mean we got the playoffs laid out i think it's reasonable to go ahead and offer a, a suggestion on who's going to win this bad boy you know we had roy on last week for our christmas episode he he predicted the bulldogs we never did we never did predict anybody i mean are you guys going away from that is, is georgia bulldogs going to be repeat national champions it's looking that way, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm not – I mean, these are two good matchups, I reckon. I'm not sure if Ohio State is the team that beat a bunch of Jimmys and Joes or are they the team that got blown out by Michigan. I mean, I, I usually don't hold Michigan in a high esteem, but, but now I'm almost thinking it's Michigan-Georgia and Georgia's going to roll again. I mean, I hate to say it, but, I mean, 
I don't see a drop off, to be honest with you. So give me the dogs, not because I like them, but I think I hate Ryan Day the most out of those four coaches. So, yeah, I think the same. I mean, you know, I was holding out. I picked Ohio State in our little college pick them at the beginning of the year to win the whole thing. And it's college football, obviously, right? Anything could happen. So Georgia could go out there and lay an egg, but I just don't see it, man. They're playing so well on all sides of the ball and just dominant. And so I just don't, I don't see anybody beating them as much as it pains me to say that. You know, yeah. I, I I tend to agree, but it's got to be a little bit of a question mark. And obviously we'll get to our worst fan bases here, but LSU throwing for over 500 yards, that's got to be a little bit concerning because Ohio State's going to bring in a more powerful offense than LSU's got. But, man, I just don't understand how you, how you go about stopping Georgia, though, on offense. I mean, you want to talk about – they got – Bowers, Three just insane tight ends. I mean, oh my gosh, they're like Calvin Johnson types. Well, they used to call it Calvin Johnson back in the day. Megatron, uh, Metro, Megatron, Megatron. Yeah, Metrosexual, like I think. <laughs> does he like the Avino lotion? He does. A uh, little uh, blue body spray, Kenneth Cole. Butter bomb. <laughs> Butter ball. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's right. Hey, well, ranking our. Five worst fan bases today. You know, on our text thread, we talked, me and Todd at least, talked about how it was a little bit difficult. I mean, I had to really think outside the box a little bit because I'm going to be honest, there's just not a lot of fan bases that I truly have a hatred for, but there are some that are more annoying than others. And so I think that kind of played into my into my five fan bases that I'm going to be ranking tonight. Yeah, I, I would agree with a- that. You guys had a hard time. I didn't have a hard time because I feel like for my five people that don't live anywhere near these sports towns or teams are fans of them here. Right. So they're like nationally loved or for some reason they were a fan since they were kids. Maybe even friends of the pod that are listening are going to make the list tonight. You know, they've been fans of certain pro teams for a while now. So I think we're going to strike a few chords tonight, maybe hit a few nerves. My mom taught me when I was younger that I couldn't hate things. You know, I could strongly mm. dislike. And so uh, I found it very difficult to come up with five that I hated. But don't tell her. There are a couple that I really do hate. And Even so, the inanimate uh, objects? You can't hate those? <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, man, it, it was challenging. But I, I actually, I don't know if it was the orchestra concert or what, but I came up with a pretty creative twist, I think, to fan bases. So we'll get there when it gets to be my turn. I love it. Love it. Well, let's get going with it. CG, obviously, open us up. Todd, you'll go second, and I'll complete the list, man. Number three, here we go. All right, let's go. Worst fan bases, number five. All right, y'all, so for my criteria, this is all sports. Uh, this is pro and college. That's really my only criteria. So I'm I'm not really going off the grid as far as uh, when we say fans. I mean, you could be a fan of a lot of things, um, but we're sticking with the sports genre. And so coming in at my number five, you know, this could be higher on the list, but I have a pretty strong hatred for my top three. So coming in at number five, this is a pro team from the NFL. Uh, you may have heard this guy on season one. He is none other than friend of the pod, Dilworth. Uh, also, brother-in-law to Mr. Kevin Williams, the podfather, for those of you who are new to the pod. Uh, this guy, for as long as I know, has been one of the biggest fans of what they call America's team. And, and I'll be straight up honest with you guys. I, I guess they're America's team. Maybe at one point in time, they were America's team. Sure, when I was 10, I had three different jerseys from these guys. 
but they are still one of the worst, in my opinion, fan bases. They think they're better than they really are. I think I made a bet in season one with Brant for $100 that this team would win a Super Bowl in the next decade. So I'm okay if they do, but can't stand the fan base. A lot of celebrities like them too. It's none other than America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. It's Jerry Jones. He's obnoxious. Zeke Elliott. You know, just belly shirts galore. We got sleep mattress guy out here with a broken leg. I don't know about this team. They scored 33 points in the fourth quarter against the Colts, but I still don't know if that team is even going to win their own division. You know their fans. They're all over. They're the same L.A. Laker fans, Tar Heel fans, Florida State fans. They're everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Dallas Cowboys fan base coming in at number five. I knew that would make some lists, uh, and I was thinking about putting it on mine as well. Just because, man, like, when's the last time they did anything, right? And is that Roger uh, they, Staubach or right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troy, what's that guy's name? Troy Aikman. Maybe? Uh, I don't the know. guy from uh, what was it, High School Musical? Troy. Right. Yes, that guy. That guy. <laughs> but man, they're 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 they are really obnoxious and loud, boisterous. Still think they are accomplishing things and haven't seen them do anything. It's in a long, that long time. Texas oil money, Todd. Yes. Listen, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. There was a time when they were annoying because they were everywhere. And so that was just kind of the it became a funny thing, right? Like I would every time I would see a random Cowboys fan, I would take a picture of them and text Dilworth, be like, found one, you know. Right, Anyways, because right. they are everywhere, like you said, but Dude, I'm pulling for the Cowboys, man. I don't know. Like three years ago, I had a change of heart. So you're on the list now. I hate you. Yeah. Well, I guess. I guess. He's wearing a Cowboys jersey now. That's right. With a tie. Thanksgiving jersey. Kevin, yeah, I'm not sure if if they're still Cowboy fans or if they're Yellowstone fans, right? I I can't. I haven't decided. They've kind of just merged. They've morphed into John Dutton fans, I think. Hey, I, I respect the pick though because I understand. I, I've got some folks on my list tonight that are that are like the Cowboys fan, at least in your reasoning. Very nice, very nice. All right, me. I I had started and been thinking over the past few days, like, man, who are the teams I hate? Obviously, came up with two right off the bat, pretty easy. But I'm going to restrict this list since we are in college football season, mostly to college football things, and I'm going to talk about things that fan bases do that annoy me. And then I will give examples of those fan bases where warranted. And so for me, any fan base that throws stuff on their field uh, <laughs> in the middle of a game uh, is annoying to me. And I can't stand that, that type of behavior. Who uh, would do that, Todd? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some people down South from you guys, you know, <laughs> like around the Columbia down area. in Beaufort. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> You know, Tennessee, uh, for example, they threw the golf ball. Ketchup and mustard. Yeah. At Lane, right? (laughs) Yeah. They did throw stuff at my buddy old Lane sniffing old Jackson fart. (laughs) I want to cue you up there because I knew you wouldn't. wouldn't Cue me. You barely know me. That's a new one. (laughs) But, man, I just can't stand that type of behavior, right? It's the same people that go out and burn their city when their team does win something. It's like Philadelphia. (laughs) So I don't, I don't know if it's permissible to take that kind of angle, but that's the kind of angle I'm taking tonight with my picks. Hey, okay, so is is that number five right there, or was that just the setup of? Your... <laughs> no, that is number five. Number, <laughs> number five, five. 
Any People fan base that, who throws stuff on the field. Okay. 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 So trashy I, I like fan that. bases. I like that. I like Literally. That. All right. All right. So my list and my criteria is, uh, man, it's all over the place, guys. I do get a little bit off the grid here. Um, things that annoy me. There are one group of fans that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about. Actually, my number five. That is just a personal experience. I'm sure they're fine people, but I tell you what, I'm scarred for life. And I'll never forgive them. Okay. And so here we go, guys. We're going to talk about number five for me is Maryland Terrapin football fans. Okay. I'm sure the basketball fans are just like it. Listen, when I was in college, went up to College Park a couple of times, actually, when Clemson was playing on the road. And I happened to be in pregames warming up with the punters, catching punts and things like this. Buddy, let me just tell you, you better not miss one because it was right in the corner of the student sections and they were going to let you have it, okay? I mean, four-letter words flying out like ain't nobody's business, but this is a family show, so we're not going to mention those. Anyways, (laughs) with that being said, man, number five, Maryland Terrapin fans. Uh, Shout out to all two of our listeners in Maryland. Hey, I definitely I, didn't I anticipate. <laughs> I didn't anticipate the turtles making the list. That's my only personal story. What about the crab cakes? <laughs> Do they have good crabs? Oh, jumbo lump. I don't like the Maryland. I like the jumbo lump. Oh wow. Okay. Is that from Buford? I don't know. <laughs> Maryland, ladies and gentlemen, I like it. Ralph Friedgen is rolling in his grave right now. Oh, I forgot about that guy. Man. Oh, Ralphie. How how about uh, Todd made a hilarious joke this week with Tua turn the ball over? That was a good uh, one. I actually used it five minutes later. To my his life. brother, quarterback in the Terrapins. How about that? He is. Yeah. Talia or whatever. I'm sure he's sure. in the portal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who isn't? I'm in the portal, Todd. We all are. Everybody's doing it. Hey, portal. Nice barely know her. <laughs> Porter. I barely know her. Good one. Good one. Hey, can I say it? What's his name? Asner? Was that the guy? Ed Asner, yeah. <laughs> Ed Asner, I barely knew her. <laughs> I missed him last week, so had to make up for lost time. All right, fellas, number four. All right, y'all, coming in at number four. Okay, I'm going to take this to, um, you know, a little bit up the up, up north, not too far north, but just obnoxiously to the north and then the, to the west. This is a fan base who actually may actually originate in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, for all we know, because you see enough license plates every time you go down there. Uh, Guys, this is none other than uh, Mr. Ryan Day and the Ohio State Buckeyes, but it stems before I hate them now. Okay, I hate the team. I hate the fans. I have a next door neighbor with a Brutus blow up that I have to look at every single night. Okay. And so, you know, he knows I'm a Clemson fan. You know, we used to get the best of them. We kind of owned Oscar urban Meyer wiener, but since he left, you know, Ryan days had a little bit better luck against us, at least, you know, 50% of the time. And, you know, last time they got the last laugh, but, but I will say uh, they're just some really obnoxious fans. One of their biggest ones is Kevin's favorite basketball player, LeBron James. If you ever see him on social media when Ohio State's playing, you know, you would think he went there. I mean, I know he's a kid from Akron and all, but don't get it twisted. He did not go to college. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ohio State Buckeyes, mainly football. I don't really care about them in any other sport, to be completely honest with you. But their fans have a certain arrogance. I just feel like they think they're better. And again, you play in the Big Ten. You know, my dad went to Penn State, and I remind him that if the ACC is bad, 
you play in the Big Ten, and that is just a little bit worse. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Ohio State Buckeyes at number four. OH. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, I saw. Did y'all happen to see the interview with Ryan Day the other day on the selection show? Uh, I did. Yeah. He's got to be using just for men, right? That's the. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I've he's only 43. Seen. I thought he was older, but I, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, he's like Coach K out there with the uh, elbow grease and motor oil, you know, <laughs> painting that thing on. Yeah, he's 43. So yeah. that means he's a man, right? <laughs> he's a man. He's, a man. Yeah. he's 40. Suck eyes, man. I knew they'd, they'd be on the list, too. Oh, yeah. Hate those guys. They suck. <laughs> they do. They do. Shut hey, up. for me, number four, I'm going back with fan bases who just can't read the room, right? Like, their team hasn't been relevant in 30 years, but yet they still talk like their team just won the national championship last year or are relevant. And those people, you know, maybe they were successful in the past. Maybe they won national championships like in 1984. But, you know, those fans that – they poke their chest out, you know, want to want to run their mouth, want to talk trash when their their teams haven't done anything in forever. You know, a team that comes to mind be in uh, South Florida. I will not mention them, but uh, you know, I know some of those guys. I also know some great Miami fans, but some of the ones that I know are are they just hold their team to such a standard, like, and they say things like "We're back," right? And and you hear those kind of things over and over, and they just never seem to pan out. And so, you know. Every year of hearing "We're back, we're back," it, it gets gets a little old, and uh, it's something I can't stand. Like the I Texas like that. Longhorns, right? The Longhorns, yeah, are yeah. back. Every Sam Ellinger, <laughs> like the Notre Dame He's Fighting back. Irish, they're back. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. be back. I will say, you know, unless your name's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I mean, I, I I'm not gonna mess with you. But everyone else, Miami is never coming back. Y'all pretty much set yourself back. All right, here we go. Coming in at number four. All right, so, Todd, let's get this straight here. Number four was basically fans of teams that haven't won anything in many decades but still act like they rule the roost, like they're, they're God's oh, gift yeah. to whatever sport it is. Gotcha. Correct. All right, I you like that. that. I like that. Sorry for the paragraph. Right. Uh, oh, no, no. That's good, man. That's good. Trying to For our listeners, he's just paraphrasing because we're a fourth-grade right. reading-level pod. <laughs> All right, guys. Here, number four for me is the SEC fans because it just means, means more. more. Right? I mean, oh. it means more in Missouri. It means more in <laughs> In Mississippi, Alexander, Tennessee, Florida, Kentucky, obviously, Georgia, all the states that I didn't say if I miss some. Uh, soon to be Oklahoma, right? Yeah, In Texas. Yeah. That's Anyways, right. I mean, it just means more, guys. And I've never seen a group of people that are so committed to the excellence of their conference that just because they're in the SEC, that's who I'm pulling for. That's who I'm rooting for. And and it's it's not up for debate, right? Right, right. I don't know, man. So there we go, the Kevin. SEC fans, right? I mean – Stay on this for a minute because I've got many, a event about how many, this. How many games have we have we been to or have you seen, whether, whether you've been to it or not? I mean, it could be just a, a random game uh, between uh, SEC – between an SEC team and any other conference, and they just break out into oh, C, C, 
right, right, right. Well, in the reality, they should just break out into Alabama or Georgia because it, right. with the exception of like LSU one year when they hit right. the jackpot with Burrow and you know Jefferson and and Chase. I mean, that was just an unreal team that they probably bought with OBJ's cash. Um, you think about Auburn, they had really one good year with Cam Newton. You think about some of these schools, like there never are more than really two to three really good teams in that whole conference. And top to bottom, I, I think they're not that great. And you could look at this year and say, wow, I think the SEC East was better than the West, which is random as crap. But but here's what I will say is I actually am not excited for CBS 330 SEC football. Like, actually, that is boring to me like you cannot pay me or tell me that that's like the most exciting game of the day like i'm not buying that i mean i haven't watched an sec championship in a while i mean they haven't been that great i mean some of the bama georgia games i guess but like to be honest with you it just to me it's very overrated if you listen to the paul feinbaum show i mean it's so cheesy there's this song they play at the beginning it's like an old country western song it's like tennessee mississippi it's like everything <laughs> right. you just said like and they love that they eat that up they think they're so elite the cream of the crop but it maybe we're a little biased as clemson fans but like truthfully like i actually am fine with the teams we play in the acc and and i think if you look at not just football even basketball obviously the acc is elite even in baseball like i, I don't know i just i'm not buying the sec bias but you are right they are obnoxious they think their conference is that rules everything and i mean sure they're with the four-letter network so i mean i guess they've they've got their place but I can't stand them, man. Okay, I'm done. Those so same far. four letters that was being yelled at Kevin. F. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll say this. I do tune in, right, because I love college football, and I'm not going to sit there and, and deny that. Deny you know, it. Now. it. I mean, Ole, Ole Miss versus, I don't know, Kentucky. LSU on a 3:30 game or whatever. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds more appealing to me than North Carolina versus Wake Forest, right? It does I mean. to me at least, but – I think the three thirty CBS game. I mean, the reason why I'm not tuning in sometimes is because you don't have Gary, cable. Gary Danielson. I mean, <laughs> right? Come on, that is yeah, they're annoying. And honestly, Gary I don't even Danielson. Like the feed yeah. isn't even that good. It's like <laughs> right, right. Well, right. and the reality is, there's like two elite teams, and I think that's what you're saying, Christian. Right? right. There's one or two elite teams, and Everybody then they prop each right other up, or and they right. they actually rank yep. them falsely to prop the big teams up. That's You're right. right, exactly. And, and so they'll go back and they'll be like, oh, we won. I don't know what the number is. Mississippi like, State lost six right. games. They're a top 25 team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we've won eight out of the last 12 uh, national right. championships. Right. No, Alabama won seven. Georgia won right. one. Right. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I agree. There's been some years where maybe the conference has been elite. I will say year in, year out, for the most part, their baseball is elite. If you pay attention to college baseball, maybe not. Can't wait to get back out to Omaha Sad. at some point in time. Let's go. Um, anyways, yeah. Anyways, number four, SEC fans. All right. That's Sorry. fair. That's fair. Thank I like it. No, that's good. <laughs> All right, y'all. Number three. All right, guys. So uh, number three, I'm going to take a different approach here. And this is going to shock you, okay? But I'm going to go ahead and put out a PSA that I am not one of these fans. But if you are a player in this city, I apologize for you. My number three is fans from Philadelphia. This goes for the Eagles. 
This goes for the Phillies. You talk about people throwing things. You probably remember J.D. Drew back in the day. I think the Phillies fans threw batteries at him when he played for the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, they literally, Alex Baum, who was in the World Series this year, I don't know if you remember the beginning of the year, he got sort of a F the Phillies fans and the whole state, the Philadelphia the city, because of how they treated him, because he made like so many errors in his first few games. Ended up having a great year. I think got a gold glove or was nominated for it and was in the World Series. But it is a brutal city to be a player. I don't know if you know this, but they actually grease down the light poles like before there's an opportunity for them to win. So when the Phillies could have clinched and won the World Series, the cops and the city had to grease down light poles so people would not climb them. Uh, when the Philly, uh, when the Eagles won the World Series a few years back against New England, uh, same thing, man, massive riots. Now, granted, you're going to see that in a lot of cities, but I am somebody who is from Pennsylvania, a fan of Philadelphia sports, and man, I mean, Ben Simmons could not have gotten out there soon enough. I mean, they were going <laughs> to probably get rid of that guy too. Uh, I would not want to be a player in that city who's not performing at an elite level because they will eat you alive. It is the city of Philadelphia, Philadelphia fans in general, coming in at number three. They're brutal. They're brutal. Those jokers even uh, booed Santa Claus one time, right? <laughs> Have you ever seen right. that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like you booed. That's right. Or he'll come back on the come show. Come on, man. Oh, 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 he's back, Kevin. <laughs> I like. I like that call, man. I think that's. I think that's definitely warranted. I looked in the mirror, but I'm not one of them. I promise. I promise. Definitely not you. <laughs> You're talking about somebody else. Right. 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 Not me. Not me. Hey, for me, I'm actually going to call out a little bit of our own favorite fan base here with this one. Uh, I'm going to call out those fans that just whine when something's not going your way, right? Like there's a few times this season, namely almost every game, where things weren't going exactly like we wanted them to be. And these are the fans that are like, it's the end of the world, fire the whole team, get rid of Dabo, you know, like like, uh, fans that respond that way. I can't handle that. Now, we joked even in our text thread one day about I'm an eternal optimist. And, you know, <laughs> some of you claim that you were realist, but but it's just, you yes. know, people who just whine and complain and like in Clemson's situation, don't trust the discernment of a coach who's won you national championships. But yet you think you know better than what he knows, you know, and, and so it's just a fans uh, for me that whine when everything's not going their way. Well, I'm glad you didn't call out specific uh, teams, Todd, because that would have yeah. hit close to home. <laughs> right. Are you saying Jared, DJ Enzyme, is your number three? <laughs> I said no names. Okay, you're right. Sorry, I put that in your mouth. To go along with that, I, I can't remember exactly. It may have been on episode Pet Peeves number one, just our original Pet Peeves episode that I was talking about those types of fans that, <clears throat> I mean, really it makes the in-game experience extremely annoying. You know, it's it's those same kinds of fans are, for instance, okay, against Carolina, you know, the Gamecocks beat Clemson this year, obviously, but, man, Will Shipley was running the ball great, right? And if he's just chunking yards, chunking yards, chunking yards, chunking yards, chunking yards, you know, five carries in a row, eventually he's going to get stopped for no gain, right? He's eventually. And then you got the fan right behind you, throw the ball. You know what I'm right. talking about? <laughs> uh, yes. yeah. yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, throw man. the ball, Paul. All right, run hey, it listen. up the middle. <laughs> you know? Yeah, run it up <laughs> the gut, you loser. Hey, how about this Fire one? Fire Dabo. Oh, man. 
All right, here we go. Coming in at number three, guys, this is going to be my first, not my last, but my first non-sports fan base, okay? None other than Beatles super fans, okay? <laughs> One of the worst wow. fan bases there are, and I think it's because just the absolute disbelief that you could not like the Beatles. I mean, in their right. mind, they they invented rock and roll. There is no other band worthy to be liked in all of the 60s, okay? They are just, I don't know, man. I don't get the Beatles. Like, I, they, they got yeah. a couple good songs. Christian, I know you like them. I wouldn't necessarily Do I? No, 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 no. I thought no. you did. Okay, That's Mark sorry. Webb. That's Mark oh, Webb. Mark Webb. That's I was right. going to mention right. my favorite artist, though, is Paul McCartney. <laughs> Simply having a wonderful. I think Christmas I time. said they were overrated. Now I do, I do like that Christmas song by Paul McFartney. But now, I, as a whole, I am with you. I agree with you. I think it was Mark Webb. You know, shout out friend of the pod. There, he is a Beatles super fan. But yeah, man, overrated in my book. So I am with you. I thought you were going to say Star Wars. I went through a little phase. You could yeah. throw them in there. I, I went through a little phase in middle school, I think we talked about where I liked, you know, like strawberry fields and uh, I am the walrus and Sergeant Pepper's lonely heart club band. Like those songs. I don't know. I, those I sound like deep cuts. I've never heard of them. I was introduced to them, you know, in middle school. So I liked them, but I think I liked them because my friends liked them. You know, right. I don't And then know you were really introduced liked, to right. girls. So okay. what right. else were you introduced right. to in middle school? And then, and then we went to the, uh, then we went to the R&B slow jams. Oh yeah. A little Keith sweat. Nobody. Kevin Campbell. Oh, can we talk? Love that one. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Hey, uh, but that's after, pick. hey, listen, that just finishes up pick three. You know what's up now? The halftime half hot seat. <laughs> and guess who's on it? Because we don't have a guest tonight. The Todd father. <laughs> no, Todd no. the pod god. Todd, are you ready? Kevin, do you have the timer going? Got the timer. Got the timer ready. The more the more nervous I'm going to get about them because we're getting there's no surface level questions. No, it's all right. There's That's plenty. Right. There's plenty of surface level questions. Absolutely. There's no surface level answers. <laughs> Here we go. Right. I'm just going to go, go up the dome. You got the two minutes right. going. Three, two, one, go. All right, Todd. Home Alone one or Home Alone two? Ooh, tough call, but I'll go one all day. The OG. Stick to the classics. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, yes, it is a Christmas movie. I'll allow it. What is the best 90s sitcom? Ooh, best 90s sitcom. Uh, I'd have to go, I guess, The Office. Is that 90s? Nope. 2005 nope. was when it started, pal. Really? Yes. Okay. Seinfeld. Seinfeld it is. Right. That's the only answer. Uh, one song to karaoke, Life or Death, you have to. What's it going to be? Don't Stop Believing. Hey, journey like, like the rest of the world. There you go. I like it. You get one movie to watch the rest of your life. What is it? Rocky Four all day. How about and that? All day, every day, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Consistent with my, consistent there you with my go. picks in you are previous consistent. episodes. I like that. Uh, what is your bucket list concert and venue? Man. Uh, Wait, did we already do this? It was NWA, right? In the 80s. No. Yeah, I did. That was him. That was that was Roy last night. Yeah, that was Snoop. No, he's Dogg. a Snoop Roy. Oh, that was. Did you really say NWA in the eighties? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get a chance to redeem yourself, Don, because that was weird. <laughs> no, dude. Rock I band. Those guys. Rock band. Your, your rock band and venue, not the Beatles. <laughs> not the Beatles. Uh, Kevin, Kevin would prefer for me to pick the Beatles. Yes. 
do you have any tattoos? Because you didn't answer that one. <laughs> I did not have any tattoos. Do not have any tattoos. Do you want to get one? I'll get one with you. Yeah, I kind of do, but I don't know what I want to get. Okay. Well, who's your celebrity crush? <laughs> celebrity crush? Uh, Carrie Underwood. Wow. It's uh, w- Will you give me a little sample of her Sunday night song? No. <laughs> Waiting all day for Sunday night. Listen, what was your cheesiest screen name or your first one? Five do you have seconds. any funny ones? Last one here. Oh, you froze. Do you Five have seconds. any cheesy screen names or your first screen name? My first screen name was I Tiger Todd. <laughs> it could have been worse. Sorry, it Todd. You're off, been worse. Worse. You're off the seat, baby. That's the right. uh, that's All not right. the Patreon version. I Tiger Todd. <laughs> Love that. I like it, Todd. Way to think Perfect on your name. on your toes, buddy. Number two. All right, so I'm saving my last two here. I told you guys like my my top two or three were like total hatred and uh you know my number two is actually from a school that likes to claim that they're carolina and likes to claim that they're usc and they're actually neither of those but you know what really ticks me off before i even say their name i don't want to give them that much airtime. if you go to their facebook page right now you can buy a t-shirt that says this is our state and it always has been and i just wonder where they're getting that from the record books because this is their first <laughs> win in the past eight years if you've seen the the jokes about clemson and tennessee in the bowl game that's the beamer bowl you know that's a you know we that's the we beat clemson bowl you know that, i mean but who's your on, daddy guys. who's your daddy bowl i mean <laughs> guys like this is why it sucks and you know we've beaten this team this team i don't want to say their name seven you know out of the last eight years and i don't think we had to give them the business because you know what we understood when they had spurrier you know they beat us We've been owning them. So this is not your state. This is a one-off blip in the radar. But my gosh, the South Carolina Gamecocks, that's who you are, the chickens, one of the worst fan bases. Maybe it's just because locally, you know, they literally come out of the woodwork like con- like concrete. I was going to say, like, <laughs> what are those things called? Termites? No. What are those things? Uh, crickets? No. Uh, cockroaches. That's what they are. There you go. They come out of Walmart in blue jean shorts, uh, you know, just looking like a ratty old chicken. I didn't even realize, honestly, guys, if you look at the mascot, it took me until like I was 30 to realize that was a chicken head poking out. I thought it was a monster with a giant head doing like this and didn't have an eye. And then I just realized that little dirty chicken turkey beak was sticking out. That was the the chicken. I didn't realize that until I was later in life. I thought it was just like a cartoon monster. just like a big old clappity thing. So anyways, guys, coming in at number two, it is uh, the old Shamecocks, the old Beamer ball. You know, I'm just... uh, I don't know, man. Uh, we we hate them for a reason because we're, we're Tiger fans, but they have just, ever since we lost a couple weeks ago, I haven't been able to shake just the nonsense. And I mean, it's so, it's cheesy. You almost feel bad for them. But I mean, they stay on this list because from here until the end of time, I will hate them. So Gamecocks number two. Ooh, from the end to the end of time. Right. I mean, it could be next week. could be 2,000 years. I mean, we don't know. You know, nobody knows. I like it, dude. My dad had a funny joke the other day. Um, we were sitting at church and he had been to the mall that afternoon. And this was right <laughs> after they. Oh, that wasn't the joke. <laughs> nah. That is kind of funny, though, right? Randy at the mall. Let's go. <laughs> right. Imagine. Did he that. try the new corn dog? Imagine shop? that. He said, uh, this was right after, after they had beaten Tennessee. And uh, he says, man, the mall smelled like mothballs today. <laughs> <laughs>
I said, what are you talking about? He's like, all the Gamecock fans got their gear out of the closet and was wearing it. Wow. Oh, man. That is classic. I know that smell. It's, oh, it's so funny, though, because like after they won a couple weeks ago, it was like the same energy from when they beat us five in a row. Right. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, forget anything you know. We did not just lose the last seven. We, we've been beating y'all since Spurrier last year. Right. <laughs> it's been a decade, folks. Go with the program. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dead on with that pick, man. I think we can all probably spend the rest of this episode talking about how much we hate Let's those do guys. it. Let's scrap the uh, script. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I think somebody said this in our thread the other day. Like, the best Gamecock fans are the hopeful ones, right? And so this just <laughs> helped cause them to poke their chest out. And, That's right. Uh, we'll use their motto and say, we'll get you next year. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, I think before I give you my number two, I think I would want to interject for Colin here. I'm speaking on his behalf. He has not asked me to do this, but I think he would probably put number one on his list as Disney adults. I think would probably be the fan base that you know. That he would... I'm not surprised to hear that get brought up right there. Right, <laughs> Colin is actually on Todd's cutting room floor right now. You can't see him, but he's there. <laughs> oh boy, that's kind of weird. I don't know what to think it's about that. Weird. <laughs> He's like Pinocchio and you're Geppetto. He's like, what? <laughs> Kevin gets it. He's a Disney fan. Oh, man. Nobody else, though. <laughs> let me let me just describe the scene for you. Uh, a couple weeks ago, for my number two, I was at the game with my son, the Clemson-South Carolina game, and we are – it's the end of the game. You know, we return the kick, fumble. All of a sudden, my phone just starts blowing up, right? People just texting calling one of my son's friends just calling over and over and over and with the exception of one of those people all of them were a, a fan of a certain fan base that is local to where i'm at and you know those kind of people who just when your team loses they're, they're not fans of the other team right like they're not they're not south carolina fans they're just blowing up your phone they're just calling you you know talking trash for me, it was uh, the the one that was calling me was an LSU fan, but every other person who left me a message, sent me a text, were all Georgia fans, and those kind of fans drive me insane. It just uh, creates such hatred because you know, like with one of my friends, we used to uh, like all the same opposite teams, and so we would we had this understanding that like, hey, you don't call each other for like two days, right? <laughs> Because, because right. you know, we probably take There's this a stuff morning a period, more, yeah, right, yeah. We take this serious uh, stuff a little more seriously than we should, and so for me, at number two is just those fans that like love to call, text, drop something on your Facebook. You know, one of the guys he sent me a text, I didn't respond, so he goes to my Facebook and leaves a leaves a message on there. You know what I mean? So those <laughs> those kind of fans that love to just rub it in, even when it's not, and most of the time when it's not even their team that you were playing. Can y'all identify with that? We're we're just scratching through that whole explanation right that there. Sounds like and, bad friends. And we're, we're going to put fans. Georgia. We're <laughs> yes, put Georgia. I, I wanted That's you to come you're... out and say that, Todd, because <laughs> yes, I, I wish we could go back to the years of mediocre Georgia. You know, I mean, and I like Mark Richt as a person, but they weren't going to get the job done. You know, it's like you always knew they'd get close and they would never do it. And it's like, did we forget just a few years back? that team with Joe Burrow and they literally Georgia didn't have a shot with Jake Fromm in that SEC championship game. And it wasn't, you know, until 2020, you know, when it 
things turned around, you know, and then Georgia finally got one and maybe they'll get another one. But like, I, I just, where is it for them? You know, I mean, it, it just felt like they were, they were still cocky and they didn't really earn it. And then they won it. And they're like, we're elite. We're even better than Alabama. We're just, we're elite. They're kind of like elitists that were dormant for like 30 years. Right. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Were we that way in 16? Maybe I'm having recency bias. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I so. <laughs> but you know, what? One, one of my friends, he just texts me anytime we we've lost over the past couple of years, he'll send a message in his group text we're in, and it'd be like the dynasty's over, Clemson's dead, <laughs> you know. And so uh man, and I, then you I just sent him a picture of Cade. <laughs> yeah, he's our worship pastor, so I kind of want to just let Cade? it go and no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I kind of just want to let, let him go, yeah. I, li- I like the pick, man. I understand what you're talking about. All right, here we go. Coming in at number two, I'm I'm shocked. Honestly, if we had the whole crew, if we had all five members of the Power Five podcast on tonight's episode, I feel like it would have probably already come up somewhere, but it hasn't yet. So we're just going to come right out with it. Duke basketball fans. Guys, they're worse, Shut than, up. They're worse than Dallas Cowboys fans. They're everywhere, right? I, I saw a dude the other day just randomly. There's no way he could name a single Duke basketball player right now other than, you know, Bobby Hurley or Christian Roach. or Grant Hill or any of these guys. Probably thinks Coach K is still coaching. I'm not qu- really quite sure. Not? Uh, which, throwback, do y'all remember when Christian wanted Coach K to retire do you i got my wish i don't remember what episode that was i don't even know what the episode it was was. right before he announced his retirement conspiracy theories i don't know anyways (laughs) (laughs) anyways guys hey the duke fan just is is everywhere man i mean they're passionate they're passionately annoying right especially when you're at clemson i mean there's more duke fans than there are clemson basketball fans i, I was gonna like. say when you say giant. duke fans do you mean clemson football fans? oh and listen hey listen, I, i've been there before i've been there i remember having a duke starter sweatshirt right i mean i i loved christian leitner and bobby hurley and that whole crew back in the day and the and the full court inbound pass to christian leitner the little turnaround jay to win the game over kentucky man i mean i i had all the feels but i let those Phil's go, but some people have hung on to him forever, man. So Duke basketball fans coming in at number I, two. I, I knew this was coming, and you know that me and Dilworth, you know, have been diehard Dukies, you know, since we were little kids. And so, but I get it. I mean, I can understand where people would be annoyed by them. I mean, shout out to Dilworth, who is also a huge Duke football fan. He decided when we were younger, he wasn't going to give in to this whole Duke basketball, Clemson football thing. And he stuck with Duke football through the thick and mostly thin. So they won eight Hold games on. this year. He's a Duke football fan. Absolutely. Mike Elko. There are, those exist. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we went to see Clemson Duke back in like the early 2000s when Duke beat Clemson on like a 50 yard field goal. I remember like that. Oh, I remember that. field goal. Yes. And I, I remember mean, the red light I was sitting at when that happened. <laughs> we were actually, me and Dilworth and my brother Joe were all wearing Duke gear. And then we went to a Duke basketball exhibition game afterwards. So, like, you know, I, Duke to me, so, like, I watch every Duke regular season game. I mean, we went to March Madness specifically to see Duke this past year. You know, I, I've been to that one game in Cameron. I mean, that's like my bucket list game is a Duke Carolina game in Cameron Indoor. If anybody wants to shoot some money to the to the Venmo, subscribe to the Patreon, please. Um, and, and I'm actually 
Coach K is gone, and I honestly like this team even more with John Shire at the helm. It's it's fun. They're young, but I get it, man. You know, there's a lot to hate. Most people hated Coach K. Most people hated those players. But you're right. You know, those Duke basketball fans like me are also fans of many other obscure teams. I mean, like I I'll admit. You know, I don't sit here in, in upstate South Carolina and just pull for every team, Clemson and the Carolina Panthers. I mean, life would be pretty sad. <laughs> Shout out USC. <laughs> yeah, Southern South, California. That's right. Southern California, yeah. Philadelphia Phillies, Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Let's go. I wonder what football team the Duke basketball, the casual Duke basketball fan actually pulls for. Oh, it's the Cowboys. That's still it. That's true. <laughs> it's Cowboys, Florida State, L.A. Lakers, New York Yankees. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about at Duke. What's their what's their football stadium called? I forget. What's the name? Wallace Wade. Wallace Wade, yeah. Let's talk about the student section on the kickoffs, jingling the keys. <laughs> I know Wallace <laughs> Wade. You know what I'm talking right. about? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, man. Mr. Jingle right. Jangle, right? That's all right. The king of jingle jangle, the skinny Santa. <laughs> Hey, Christmas with so, the Cranks was on earlier, by the way. So what do you feel oh, like makes them different from North Carolina fans? Because I feel like hold that, fans are... hold that. Okay. And we're okay. gonna ask that, ask that shortly. Okay. okay. Kevin, okay. hold Sorry. on to your statement. Rewind. Right. I didn't ask. Weese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon. Oh my gosh, did I say Weese Witherspoon? I probably did. If you hold your farts, number one. All right, guys, coming in at number one, I mentioned to you there was a team that thinks they're Carolina at number two, and they're not. But the team that had my number one spot from the very beginning is actually the team that you can call Carolina. But what I like to say is go to hell, Carolina, every time Duke comes to town and plays them. Mark my calendars every February, every March, two times a year. We get to see this, in my opinion, the best rivalry in sports, Duke versus North Carolina basketball. My number one most hated fan base is the North Carolina Tar Heels. Here's the difference, Kevin, between Duke and Carolina, and I'll let you respond to this as well. Uh, Todd, I know you probably have some commentary on this too. So Duke basketball fans, Cameron crazies they had an affinity for coach k who people really hated sure there's a lot of players that people love to hate the jj reddicks of the world probably the christian Leitners as well but i think of duke fans as like a lot of smart nerds and then i don't know like a lot of celebrities okay when i think of north carolina i think of stuck up cheese eating wrap their sweater around their waist argyle wearing you can count them as the football fans too because they're just as annoying and think that they deserve something the difference between duke and carolina duke is not going to renovate cameron indoor so hundred thousand people can get in you know we got the dean dome over here you know you could get tons of people in here it's a show it's a spectacle yes they've had all-time great players there but i'll tell you what and some of those football uniforms are nice but you are not going to catch me wearing baby blue it is royal all day it is the north carolina tar holes coming in at number one hate that fan base that is the one team and i will tell you this guys because you know i like a lot of teams I have never in my life pulled for the North Carolina Tar Heels in anything. Mark my word. Mark the tape, Ramona. Number one, Tar Heels. Kevin, thoughts? Mark the tape, Ramona. All right. I agree with most of what you said right there. The difference, Todd, to to go back to what your question was, yes, I do feel like Tar Heels are more country clubbish. Right? If that makes sense. Right? They're the sweater vest. Um, They probably wear white. 
pleated uh, creased shorts, right? right? You know yeah. what I'm talking about with probably like Lacoste sneakers. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about alligators on your your sneakers. I mean, what are we doing? Anyways, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of when I think of a North Carolina fan. But I don't know. It doesn't. They're just not. They just don't annoy me as much, man. I don't know what to tell you. They're not constant. You know, they're just not. Well, they are crying, too. I don't know what to tell you, man. They just don't get on my nerves as much as Duke does. Well, I asked the question. I have an opinion. uh, Shocker. Um, But my opinion Save it for next episode. Yeah, exactly. Christian just Uh, missed it, by the way. (laughs) Say it again. Shocker. Shocker. I barely know her. But for me... I don't, I'm not really a fan of either, but I tend to pull more for Duke because I feel like they're at least clever, like they're creative in their in their uh, the the Cameron crazies, and it seems more like my crowd. The uh, UNC crowd is wine and cheese. You know, they seem. Uh, I think somebody said stuck up. Man, I I can agree Yeah, yeah, and not my kind of people. And so, man. Interesting pick. Hey, we could we could sense your passion coming through right there. I appreciate a uh, lot of hatred in, in your heart. <laughs> I need a uh, repentance and uh, right. forgiveness tonight. <laughs> so number one for me, I'm going to go back to something we've kind of already talked about a little bit. And this is fan bases that pull for their conference. Nothing annoys me more in sports than that, because, you know, to hang your hat on something that Alabama has done or to hang your hat on something that maybe LSU or Georgia is done. Reality is in that conference, uh, and you know the one we're talking about, the Southeastern Conference where it just means more, there's one or two elite teams there. The rest are just teams. you know. And here's the, here's the argument that gets me. I hear all the time the ACC sucks. You know, you guys are terrible. The Big Ten sucks. Pac-12, every other conference. But when you talk about SEC, the argument is, well, we're all really good. We just beat each other up. <laughs> well, isn't that what we like? You have to play each other, right? Like somebody has to win, somebody has to lose. And so, you know, I, I uh, hear all the time, man, Clemson couldn't survive in a, in, you know, in a eight game SEC schedule. And I find that to be a, a bunch of baloney. And, you know, um, man, just really people that pull for conferences just grind me. Like I can't, I can't handle those people and they drive me absolutely up a wall. I'm with you there. What'll be interesting is if there is conference realignment in the next couple of years. I mean, I, I personally would like to see Clemson in the SEC East or if they even have those anymore. I mean, I want to play that gauntlet. I, I do not like spending money on season tickets to watch, you know, corpses roll out there for Miami and Louisville. I mean, like, to be honest with you, give me Ole Miss, you know, give me Tennessee, give me Georgia and Florida every year. Let's prove it. You know, put our money where our mouth is. You know, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm with you there. I mean, I think there's probably more conference uh, equilibrium. Is that a word? I don't know. Like this year, I mean, I think, you know, there were some decent teams across the board and I don't think the SEC had the gauntlet that you could say in other years, but you're absolutely right. You know, and the only thing worse than fans of that conference are people that work for the four-letter network that tout that. The Heather Diniches, the Paul Feinbaums, they're figureheads. Why can't the ACC get, like, Coach K or somebody that annoying to, like, be their figurehead? I think we would get more <laughs> more feedback there. Right. Who, who do we need? Uh, Feinbaum is such a Walt big... Uh, Walt Deptula would yeah. be excellent. <laughs> that would be perfect. Walt, 
Come on the show, buddy. Mark, Mark the, the tape. tape we'll there. do top five reptiles. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Off the grid. Extremely off the grid. Coming in at number one. Okay. I hope you appreciate that. I'm ready. You know, we're closing down the year with a name that we started the year 2022 as somebody that we didn't want to hear any more about. Okay. But I feel like it's appropriate to list this person and his fans into the worst fan bases. Okay. My number one pick guys are the Fauciites, the Dr. <laughs> Fauci fans. You know, he was born in 1940. I don't know how long he's worked for the government. You know, I think he's retiring soon or has retired. I'm not really quite sure what, but you know, he worked for the government practically his whole life, I think. And I think since you know, 41. The, the fans never, the fans never. Was he born in a sushi lab? Yeah. You know, the fans <laughs> never showed up, right? Until 2020. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he became, you know, the world's biggest celebrity. And, you know, you got socks, you got menu underpants, items, underwear. Yes. You've got that. Fauci's furries. Different uh, menu items named after Dr. Fauci. Fauci fries. You've got Fauci fries. That's right. You've got all different types of different things going on in commemoration and celebration of Dr. Fauci. And guys, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden the fans are gone again. You know, I'm not really quite sure. So you want to talk about some fair weather folks, man. I mean, it takes a global pandemic for the fans of a doctor to come out and then they're just gone again, you know? So, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty rough fan base. So we're going to go with the Fauci heights as the number one worst fan base. Hey. That's creative, creative. pick. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Do they have an official name? Like where do they meet? Uh, they can't, um, they meet online on zoom. Probably they still, they can't. <laughs> well, meet person, no, yeah. So. Yeah. It's on zoom. They definitely don't go out. Now that's it's probably sure. Microsoft teams. Cause I'm sure Microsoft was getting benefits from whatever Fauci was doing. True. Cause everybody definitely had some stock in that game, but listen, I mean, we mentioned him at the forefront of this year and we're mentioning him at the rears. So uh, maybe whatever we say, maybe something will happen in the news soon. You know, we just have that effect. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. It required a little bit of creativity, man, because like I said, the there's just not a ton of, of sports fans that this really chapped my rear end very much. But um yeah, so I had to get a little bit creative with this, guys. Did y'all have anybody on your cutting room floor? I there were there were a couple people on my cutting room floor or a couple teams on my cutting room floor. Let me let me bring those up real quick. All right, guys. We had Notre Dame football fans. All right, yep. it was on my cutting room floor. And last but not least, my alma mater in high school, Berea High School fans post-2020, okay? You know, the poor Berea High School athletic program isn't necessarily uh, what I would call a – uh, a very good athletic program. I think they got a really good soccer team right now. I think basketball's uh, semi semi successful. But anyways, man, just nobody shows up. At, at least from what I can see, nobody ever shows up. So I would throw the Berea high high school fans post twenty twenty on that possible list as well. I like where you went with that. I was actually going to say the Ren Hurricane fan base. This stems back to when I was in high school, too. So I'm a Powdersville guy here. I went to Easley, but my daughter's going to Powdersville schools. We're not going to accidentally move into Wren. Uh, it's not going to happen. So shout out to the Patriots there. But shout out. They, 
they just always had this cocky air to them. When we were growing up, they had this group called the Lynch Mob. I don't even know what they did, but they were supposed to be scary, you know, so easily and everyone around here was supposed to be afraid of them. We're not. You guys are just as country as Palmetto, but stupider than easily. Um, <laughs> but what I will say, there were a couple others. I didn't want to offend Todd, so I didn't say it. But I was torn oh, between with L.A. Dodgers and New York Yankees. I was torn between them both because I'm not sure if it's just that I hate the teams or that I know people. And it isn't Utah. It's other people that are fans of them. And I think maybe it's more the L.A. fan base. So even for Southern Cal, people didn't show up at the Collie last year when they won four and five games. And this year, all of a sudden, they're in you know Pac-12 championship game and like they're packing out the Coliseum. Those are fair weather fans, you know. I mean, they they couldn't fill up a stadium. It was embarrassing. You had Southern Cal Trojans, you know, multiple national championships can't fill seats because it's LA. There's just so much to do, Todd. You get it. You know, there's, there's traffic, man. There's traffic, and we're getting waxed. I mean, there's so much to do there. And then the other one that I had was actually the Florida State Seminole fans, who again are back at number thirteen, supposedly, uh, even though DJ Uyunglele. Uh, threw rough shot on them so i don't know i mean florida state they with Jameis and jimbo maybe i hated that specific fan base that thought they were so Ooh. elite <laughs> and then they really got knocked back down to earth right so for the past several years i guess the past nine or ten years i mean it's been like a real dose of reality so it's hard to hate people licking their wounds right kevin is that what you're doing uh, eating some wounds <laughs> crab legs Wait, what were we eating some wins? Some crab legs, stealing yeah. soda pop. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Old Jameis. I hey, didn't realize he made uh, Todd, what, what Christian was trying to say about the Dodgers, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> right. No, uh, the, the reality right, exactly. is I almost added them on my list. As much as I'm a Dodgers fan, I'm not naive to that to that level of like not caring. I love the team, but the fans kind of drive me crazy. Uh, with just that nonchalant, like I'm going to show up in the fourth inning, right. leave in the seventh inning, you know. Uh, what were your kinda, thoughts kinda... on the trade turn or, uh, or or the trade to uh, Philly? Uh, I don't like it. I don't know if Gavin Lux is ready. All I know is if you want to make a lot of money, just come play shortstop for the Dodgers because Machado, uh, right, Seager, right. and then, and then <laughs> Trey go. Turner all got $300 million contracts when they left there. That's how it works. Hey, let me let me ask a more important question since we're on the Dodgers. You know, they've got a concession item called the Dodger Dog. What do you call that, Todd? I call it the Glizzy. <laughs> glizzy. Shout out to Maddie Crow. You're welcome. Oh back. man. Guys, it's been fun. Thank you for joining us once again. And we look forward to coming back next week. We've got a very special guest. And guys, we're ranking irrational fears. That's going to be interesting. Who knows where this is going to go? But uh, we look forward to it, man. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. Got a big week ahead. Happy New Year's. And uh, we'll see you in a week. Say goodnight, Kevin. For the um, listeners out there, yeah, we got Brent 2.0. Jared just says, bros, OMG, my total bus. More <laughs> basketball tonight.
I totally didn't understand the schedule. I can't make it. All apologies. He's going Nirvana. Too. Hold on, hold on. Some of the worst. Yeah, all fans. apologies, right? And he just did a George Costanza gift. <laughs> <laughs> totally redeemed himself. Bros, oh, so funny. Bros. <laughs> uh-huh. 